Yo, what's the good word, y'all? Uh, the good word is winter. Winter is here, lit and fit. It's officially the first day of winter, and man, I'm in Sim City, Charlotte. Shout out to the clones in the construction zones. But yo, it's legit cold out here, which I guess makes sense since it is winter, late December, and it's been strangely warm for most of December, which I shouldn't complain about except for, you know, that um climate change thing. Kind of scary. I saw a meme that was like, these kids out here talking about what they're going to be when they grow up. 75 degrees in December. Y'all ain't growing up. Ouch. Ouch. Anyway, though, fall 2021 is officially in the books. I got to say, you know, um, other than the whole global warming and the pandemic thing, which pandemic is still here, folks, still here. But fall 2021 was pretty dope. I got to do some my trademark fall traveling. Shout out to Nola. Little spooky season there. Thanksgiving in Asheville. Um, down in Texas for my birthday. Great holidays. Thanksgiving, even though that's, you know, really, really controversial, but they wowing. And then um, the opportunity to still chill with family, which I did with mom and sis in Asheville. My birthday. Yeah, sometimes a dope holiday, sometimes not. This time I'm super dope because I got to hang with my little niece, Nugget, and see my mom again, and my brother, Knees, and sister-in-law, Soul. So that was a good time in Houston, Texas. Got to bop around Austin for a little bit. I uh, had to take an unfortunate trip to Philly. Um, RIP to my, my Grammy. She passed away one Thanksgiving day. Um, also, RIP to Auntie, who celebrated a birthday yesterday. Happy belated birthday, Grammy. I mean, Auntie, um, rest in peace. Auntie, rest in peace. Grammy and Pop Pop in Philly days, man. Getting old is, is rough. It's ashy out here. But, hey, I digress because I want to talk positive. And like I said, this was really um, unique and and mostly enjoyable fall season, like I said, especially considering all that's going on. And for me, especially, as y'all know, I'm a huge movie fan. And this is what I was waiting for movie-wise, you know, real talk. We're going to fall back and rewind on that because 2020 put theaters in life support. It was rough. I think I saw like two movies in theaters, um, maybe a couple more before the pandemic. But once the pandemic hit, it, that was a wrap. And then there was like the small uptick for Oscar season earlier this year, which, you know, Judas and the Black Messiah and Minari, uh, Promising Young Thing, which was one of my favorites, Nomadland, which won the Oscar. And I was not a huge fan of. But then summer came and that was not it. They were talking about like Free Guy and Snake Eyes and Fast and Furious 92, which, you know, I don't rock with. Jungle Cruise, I ended up seeing that on Disney. That was some hot trash. They out here, the rock turned into a rock. I had to turn it off. It, it was it was nonsense, you know. So other than MCU, which hadn't really been on its game, and the A24 universe, which is one of my favorites, wasn't really much to see. But then, yo, I'm saying fall came through with the heat, with the heat. And so with that, I'm going to take a quick break, and then I'm going to come back with the fall back real talk. 2021 Rewind, and then give you a little bit of a taste of what's coming in winter 2021 and 2022. Catch you on the flip.
All right, so we back. Fall 2021. Like I said, it, it was dope. This one, I got to do some some culture this year, considering that we were in the pandemic, got vaxxed up, about to get this booster. So I did some stuff, you know, some some wineries, little string quartet, candlelight, some um, arcading, got to do a little bit of um, ice skating and go-karting and indoor putt-putting. Hanging out with some friends, museum hopping, really cool time at the museum down in Houston, uh, Museum of Natural Sciences, um, some jazz, some food in New Orleans. But, yo, I'm, I'm a movie guy. That's my thing. And this was the return that I had wanted. And I was in the movies a bunch. Now I go in front, found a brand new movie theater. Um, I had been there before, but shout out to the Ayersley Grand over in the town of Ayersley, <laughs> old school. Uh, they have great seats, cheap concessions, wonderful sound and pictures. So I was there just popping off. And it started way back with Venom. Now, when I watch movies, I don't watch movies the same as everybody else. I watch some super weird movies. I watched Oscar bait. I watch blockbusters. And for me, it's all about a vibe. So I'm not going to just say this was seven stars out of 10 or three out of four or, you know, A or thumbs up or thumbs down. I got my own style. And so for me, it's all about the vibe. So at the top of the list, you got the platinum and diamond movies where it's just a masterpiece. Just woo, visually, the plot, masterpiece. Then you got that gold train swag, which, you know, the movie was swagging. It might not be the greatest thing of all time, but it got flavor. You know, it's looking good, that gold chain swag. Then you got them silver-plated goblets, you know, where it looks pretty or it looks nice. It's all right, all right, but it ain't it. We know, you know, it's a lot of showiness, but under it, uh, ain't really hitting. And then you got them, them doo-doo brown coals, which... Obviously, doo-doo brown, nah, that ain't hitting. That's garbage. That's garbage. And so the first one I saw was Venom. That was when I went back, and it was a pretty good crowd. And what can I say? That was gold chain swagging, you know? Um, Tom Hardy and my boy Woody Harrelson, Michelle Williams, they were just chewing up the scenery. It was a rom-com, <laughs> to be honest. Wacky rom-com, slapstick farce. And I was laughing. I was eating popcorn. I was chilling. That joint was definitely, like I said, gold chain swagging. But then they hit you with like some back to back to back, long awaited joints. We got the final No Time to Die from your boy Jimmy Bond, Dirty Jimmy Bond, you know. And let me say, the first half of it was definitely gold chain swagging. Not even 10 minutes into it. Dirty Jimmy Bond had gotten blowed up. He was already simping, had left a girly. You know, a couple more ladies come through. He throwing his shots. They they blocking them shots like Akeem Olajuwon did the Kimbe Tumbo finger. He's still simping out there. He got the toys and stuff. He can't stay looking nice when he fitted up. He got to get his suit dirty. He got to be bleeding. I'm saying the first half was a masterpiece, but then the second half... Yeah, that was silver-plated goblets. They made some decisions that I don't agree with with the character. I'm um, not going to go deep, spoiler alert, but him, James Bond having seeds. Jimmy, Jimmy, wrap it up, Jimmy, wrap it up. Um, Halloween Kills, that was just doo-doo brown coal. I ain't even going to talk about that. That was, that was nonsense. How dare y'all? How dare y'all? But then, then, Doom, Doom was the one that was supposed to get people back in theaters deep. Let me say. 
I saw Doom first on HBO, and I was like, eh, eh. But I could tell that I need to see that in theaters. When I went to the theaters, I was blown away. The, the look, the feel, the special effects, that was straight up platinum and diamonds. The plot, eh, that was kind of, you know, silver-plated goblets. We, we've, we've seen, is he chosen? Is he not chosen? That's Luke Skywalker. That's Neo. That's Harry Potter. I don't even remember the kid's name. Paul? 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 Andratus? Something like that. Shout out to Duncan Idaho, though. That was a dope name. His name should have been Duncan Idaho. That's a dope name. But yeah, the movie was fly. It was super fly. If you get a chance to see that in theaters, that was probably one of the best theatrical experiences visually and sound-wise I've seen. Platinum and diamonds to the look. Silver-plated goblets to the plot. Um, Then I I got a little weird because it was October. So I had to go and see some of these weirder movies. Pick two of them. The first one was called Lamb, that's A24. To me, that was gold chain swagging. I go see an A24 movie and I want to be caught off guard. I want to see some weirdness. I want to kind of raise the hairs on the back of my neck. I had no idea what Lamb was going to be about. They were wiling in Lamb and I had a incredible time. The first scene when the lambs are crawling over each other and you hearing them bleat like blah, 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 and whatever sound they make and they walking on each other trying to get out the door I was like oh no I'm in for it and I was same way I was when I saw um, Green Knight earlier this summer Green Knight was another movie where you see the head and then the head burst into flames I was like all right I'm in good hands shout out to the A24 cinematic universe I'm a big fan can't wait to see my man Denzel Denzel Washington as Macbeth. And then Michelle Yeoh has a movie coming out next year. Phew, looks wacky. They multiversing it a lot, though, but I, give me all the A24 Michelle Yeoh stock. Flipside, Neon, that's the other indie um, house that makes a lot of movies. And I saw a movie called Titan. Um, Titan was doo-doo brown coal. Um, I felt dirty. I felt like somebody had picked up doo-doo brown coal and mashed it in my face and in my mouth when the movie was over i i uh, i mean i i i might as well tell some of y'all some of this plot because y'all probably won't ever see it all i say is the the lady who was killing people also had sex with the car and had got pregnant from the car that she had sex with but then they found out that she was the one killing people. So she had to go on a run and pretend she was a dude, which is hard to do when you're pregnant. So then she had to take the tape to, to, to tape up the pregnant belly with the car baby in it. And then it got wilder from there. That was that was. Oh, man. That left a really bad taste in my mouth. Then we, we, we got into the Netflix because that's one of the cool things that Ersley Grand does is they drop Netflix movies in theaters. So I got to check out The Heart of They Fall. I got to check out Passing. I got to check out Power the Dog. I got to check out Don't Look Up. And I mean, to be honest with you, all of them were kind of like gold chain swagging, especially The Heart of They Fall. That movie felt like a Robert Rodriguez-type Western, real violent, great characters. I don't know why they picked the good guys to be the good guys. The bad guys had Darius from ATL, um, the Keith Stanfield, had Idrich Eldridge's geese calls him Stringer Bell, Idris Elba, and, of course, the queen, 
platinum and diamonds at all time, Regina King. She is a queen. It, it was it was fun. That was a lot of fun. Also saw passing, and that was that was silver plated goblet, mainly because I love Tessa Thompson, but Ruth Negger who played. It was about two light-skinned black women, one of which identifies as black and the other identifies as white. And then the one who, one who identifies as white, played by Ruth Negger, her husband, played by Skarsgård, Alexander, I think his first name is, who's also in succession, which is also platinum and diamonds. He was racist. So it's the black lady pretending she's white, married to a racist white guy. And then she, it was black and white, but I still didn't quite think she passed. She looked blackish. Um, silver plated goblets. I don't like stuff like that. Power the dog, gold chain swag. They let um Benjamin Cumberbund do his thing. He's out there just being mean. He was one of them characters. He started beating up the horse. I was like, okay, we dealing with a real scumbag. But then they kind of flipped the scumbag thing and gave him some true character motivations and backstory. And, you know, went through different avenues. That was a very interesting movie. All of those movies you can see on Netflix right now. They're, you know, they're worth checking out, especially the harder they fall. Don't Look Up, on the other hand, that comes out on Christmas Eve. I know y'all going to have a lot to say about that. That's a wonderful cast headlined by two of my all-time favorites, Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence. Um, you also have Meryl Streep, another favorite, Jonah Hill. A lot of other people pop up. Tyler Perry, Kate Blanchett, who's fantastic. It's, it's a wild one. Your, your mileage is definitely going to vary. I can't wait to see what people think about this movie when they watch it on Netflix. Because it seems like a comedy, but it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And it's very on the nose about scientists who discover some bad news and try to convince the world that this bad news exists and people will bury their head in the sand like, you know, people are wont to do. And then you get the media involvement and social media and hive minds, politics. It's a lot. It's a lot. But it's a very intelligent film. I'll say that. Is it funny, though? Is it funny, though? Again, your mileage may vary. I'm gold chain swagging with that one, though. Definitely gold chain swagging. But it's interesting because you see these movies and some of them come out at home. And the experience of seeing them at home compared to seeing them in theaters, I think, is going to be different. Case in point, I did not see King Richard in theaters. I saw that at home. I probably wouldn't have seen it if it were not on HBO. But then I watched it and I have a projector and everything. It was excellent. Excellent. I really thought Will Smith did a good job of acting. I had forgotten about the Williams sisters, especially Venus coming up as the superstar and the groundbreaking um, entry into the tennis world that she had done and how excellent she was and iconic. So I really enjoyed the movie, enjoyed the story. And then they got into the sports scenes and I thought the sports scenes were really good. Uh, I'm, I'm glad I saw it. Like I said, I probably wouldn't have seen it if it was just released in theaters because I don't really like biopics. But it was excellent. And that's what's interesting. We get the opportunity now to watch some of these movies in theaters or at home. And they kind of shape how you see the movie or if you even see the movie. Some of these movies, if they just get released in theaters like French Dispatch, I missed that two weeks and it was gone. So I didn't get to see that. Uh, 
So it's interesting. This is an interesting time. But shout out to King Richard, Gold Chain Swaggin. I will say Willard, his whole life turned out to be silver plated goblets. He 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 out here going back and forth with Jada and talking crazy, writing a book, talking about he a liar and all kind of stuff. Bruh, chill. Silver plated goblets. I can't look at Mike Lowry the same way no more, man. Relax, relax. Um, Chad, again, I kept going, still at the movies, even after all of that. House of Gucci, went to see House of Gucci. Love me some Lady Gaga. She gold chain swagging through the movie. She's platinum and diamond level talent. The movie is definitely silver plated goblet, though. And Jared Deletto, why would you do this to me? Uh, nah, bro, that ain't it. You talk about doo doo brown coal. Somebody should have told you. That ain't right, man. That ain't right. You ain't even Italian like that. That'd be like if you if 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 a Puerto Rican dude was out there pretending he was black talking about, hey, what it is, my man, what it is, my man. Nah, that ain't it. Y'all gotta chill. That was like a white dude doing white face as an Italian. It it is. Ugh. But you know, if you ain't seen House of Gucci yet, it's it's <laughs> it's campy. It's a little too long. And Lady Gaga is a marvel, but you know. Like I said, movies, Silver Plated Goblet, Gaga, Platinum Diamonds, Jared Aleto, Doodoo Brown Coal. A lot of people thought Eternals was Doodoo Brown Coal. I liked it. It was kind of Silver Plated Goblet. It's not, not super good, but they took some interesting swings. Sex for the first time in MCU. And that was a little, little steamy, a little bit steamy. And then, you know, they had characters with disabilities and um Characters in the LGBTQ community, they they took some swings. And Chloe Zhao, who's stunting from her Oscar-winning director performance with Nomadland, she made a gorgeous movie. The movie also looked like a million bucks, platinum and diamonds. The plot was a little flimsy, but, you know, MCU, they doing their thing. So then, you know, that, that pretty much brings me to this week, right? Two movies, two big blockbusters. Both of which you had to see in theaters. Both of them. Start out with West Side Story. I'm not a big musical fan. But the movie was swagging. Steven Spielberg does his thing. The star of the movie who played Maria had pipes for days. And full disclosure, I don't watch musicals. I'm not a big musical person. So I had no idea what the story was going to be about. I knew it was very Romeo and Juliet-ish. The story was affecting, very affecting. And they, they, you know, talk about racial discord and early gentrification back in the day. So it was relevant, even though it was a musical that took place in, I believe, the 50s, the, the Jets and the Sharks and all of that. But it was straight. Steven Spielberg did his thing. One thing I will say about this movie and almost all of these movies, y'all love these two hour and 30 plus minute timelines. I mean, no time to die. Doom. King Richard, Power the Dog, Don't Look Up. Don't Look Up was probably a little bit lower. But House of Gucci, Eternals, you can cut a little bit. Editors need to work too. But shout out to West Side Story. And then came the grand opus. The less said, the better. But the MCU, they take a lot of heat. People get mad at them, think they're destroying cinema. I get it, even though they're not. They make Really high-quality entertainment. I've enjoyed the shows. WandaVision, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was dope. Loki was low-key a masterpiece. Hawkeye, I think, ends this week. Tomorrow, in fact. But 
Spider-Man. No Way Home. Platinum and Diamonds. Platinum and Diamonds. As a theatrical experience, it was the first time in a long, long time where I was in the theater with a bunch of people who wanted to see the movie, who were ready for a good time and had a wonderful time. Ups and downs, humor. I don't be crying in no movie, but I I heard a few tears, I think. I think I heard a few tears, you know. Some great action set pieces, surprises, twist turns. It was dope. It was dope. So for real, for real, I'm saying if you're one of the few people who didn't go out to see Spider-Man or you're a Marvel hater, which there's a lot of them, still, this is Spider-Man. Check it out. It's it's a really, really good time. This has been a really, really good year. As the holidays come up and some of these movies start to make their way to streaming, definitely check them out. And I don't know why they don't throw a movie like Doom back in theaters. That would be a movie to go see. Don't Look Up is going to be at home. Hope y'all check that out. The Harder They Fall, if you haven't seen that yet, highly recommend that. Lamb. (laughs) Yo, if you like weird movies, super weird movies, definitely check out Lamb. That's going to have you like, yo, what am I watching? Ah, man. So, hey, shout out to Fall. Real talk. These movies... It's good to be back. I cannot front. I love going to a movie sometimes by myself, sometimes with a crew, get my popcorn. My theater sells, you know, the, the beers for like $5 or $6 so I can crack a beer. I don't have to sneak it in no more. Have some popcorn, maybe some nachos and just get immersed into a different world. Because, yo, we're in silly season in real life. You know, the politics is crazy. Climate change. We still have a pandemic out here. We're still fighting over the pandemic. Should we wear masks? Should we get vaccinated? Should we get boosters? Social distancing. Now, holiday season is here and everybody doesn't have the benefit of wonderful family like I do. So for some people, it's tough out here and I get it. So, you know, to me, movies aren't that important, but they've always been an important part of my life. And they are an important part of culture, that escapism. Sometimes we need escapism. Sometimes we need to just turn our brains off for two hours or in a lot of cases, two and a half hours and just get transported to another world and see a good story on screen, have a good time and enjoy ourselves, you know. So that's what it is. Frankly speaking, talking about the fallback 2021. Can't wait. It's now winter, like I said. So now we're going to get into the Oscar movies. We've got that tragedy of Macbeth. Billy Shakespeare mixing with A24 and Coen Brothers and Denzel Washington and Francis McDormand. That's at the top of the list. The return of Neo on Christmas Day. He going to be out there back in the Matrix. Can't wait to see that. Licorice Pizza, PTA, Paul Thomas Anderson. I love The Master. I loved uh, There Will Be Blood. We'll see if this one is, is upper or if it's midi, but I'm going to go check that out. Guillermo del Toro, that man drives me crazy. That Shape of Water was hot trash. I think he did uh, the the Crimson Peak. If he didn't, I'm sorry. If he did, yo, doo-doo brown, doo-doo brown, but I'm going to still check that out. You know, it's, it's a good time to be a fan of movies. It's a good time to get back for now, especially if you're vaxxed, if you got your boosters, still mask up. It's still a pandemic. Omicron is out here and Omicron going to be kicking people in the balls, unfortunately. Hopefully it's not as serious as 
previous iterations have been and we don't have a lot of deaths, but be smart, be safe, be happy, be healthy, be good. All right. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Happy New Year. I'll catch you all on the flip. Peace, peace. Bye.